0: Dude, so I finally did it. You want to know what I did? Well, you saw Pantera. You saw... Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, no. uh, but... Other than that, what did you finally okay. do? Okay. I, I saw Pantera. What a show. I, I think Pantera was the best performance I've seen all year. I, I, might, have, I might put them above Metallica. Like, they. I mean, yeah, that's tough. That's tough. But anyways, what I did was I played an entire round of golf and only listened to Nickelback the entire time. Oh, you did! Yeah, I got a Bluetooth speaker. Oh, man. I uh, queued up Nickelback. How'd you play? You know, I might have drank too much. I'll, I'll say that much. <laughs> Which is the only way. I, I mean, Dude, I get it. First of all, Nickelback, a ton oh. of bangers, okay? Don't sleep on Nickelback. Makes me think of high school. Did you know that over $5 trillion exchanges hands on a daily basis? That's an average of over $220 billion an hour. Now how does this much money move every single day and why does it move the way it does? Here on Drunkenomics, two bartenders who also happen to be students at the University of Nebraska Graduate School of Business are gonna sit down and drink to the global economy and try and translate it into English. So sit back, relax, put yourself a stiff one, and have a drink with us to the comedy that is the global economy. And welcome back to Drunkenomics, the drinking podcast with an economics problem. Sorry, that's not the way I actually talk. I just wanted to sound like the guy from Pantera because I just saw him this weekend. They were so good. I love the show i'm in a rather good mood right now because of that but at the same time got some tragic news for the weekend but we'll get into that later Absolutely. thank you so much for joining us uh for being a part of the drinking podcast that is the economics problem this is economics. my name is aaron wong and i would like to welcome us all back as the less gracious host and of course that makes uh, my good friend uh, my favorite beer drinking buddy on the other side of the camera uh, the more gracious host, what was your name again, more what? gracious host?
1: Uh, more gracious, that makes me James Goldwater.
0: Yeah. MGH, which is weird. Yeah, seriously, so. I don't, I,
1: don't, I still don't, still don't care for it. But, well,
0: 10-year you know, yields, 10-year yields still above four, man. We made yeah, that, that bet that. when it was like, when it just crossed above four, Yeah. You know? And we
1: figured, I thought it would, I thought it would come down. I thought yields would come down. Uh, uh. Frankly, I saw people buy, I saw more people buying into, obviously, the only way you get yield down is more people buy into it. Yeah. I saw people buying. 10 years, because I was like, well, it's paying out quite well. Yeah, but- I We th- have a positive, a positive real interest rate, and all right, so people are going to park their money, and so people people who are managing that parked money are going to go, hmm, well, bonds are safe.
0: Yeah, well, the difficult thing with that, too, is one, the whole, I mean, obviously, the big thing that pushed the yields above four was the Fitch downgrade, Well, so yeah. there was that whole dilemma, and then on top of that, it's like, okay, you can park your money- in the 10-year bond, in the, in, the, in the 10-year treasury, get about 4-ish percent, just north of 4%. Or fun fact, you can put your money in a money market security, in a money market, us it's in, like a T-bill, a three-month T-bill that now yields like 5% or something like that. What, like, I forget what it yields. So it's like, you can either lock your money up for 10 years. And get coupon payments quarterly or uh, biannually, so, every six months, uh, and get a five percent yield that three way. Or you can do three months on Yeah, on a rolling, yeah, on a rolling three-month basis, and get about five percent annualized, obviously, right? So like, it's not like you park it with yeah. three. You know, it's like you put a thousand bucks in, you get a thousand fifty after three months. But like, if you keep rolling it forward, you get about. If you roll you know,
1: forward for, four, for three four, month
0: periods, that's what you'll walk with. Yeah. And in the end, a lot of a so, lot of what those money
1: markets are doing is they're making their cash available in overnight loans, and then oh, I yeah. imagine in some cases they actually are parking in in those same securities. Yeah. Or in those same um, debt securities yeah. just to offset some of their risk.
0: Oh yeah, but, for sure. Yeah, and and just to get their you know short-term cash, you know, like what, what do you call it when you have like cur- is it current assets or like account the accounting term? Yeah. Current assets things current that you can assets. liquidate within a year. Well, anything that anything
1: then, a current asset is anything that um you can. Make cash relatively pr- quickly, yeah. or that you expect to sell within a year, or will come due within a year.
0: Okay, yeah. So there you go. Like, so, so current means uh, within
1: the next twelve months. Then you have like there we go, liquid or near liquid. Which you could say like, well, that's money and and money markets because you know like twenty four hours and it's cash.
0: Yeah. Or if you have something that's uh, don't you, if you have something that's tradable, doesn't that count? Yeah. Like, so if
1: I have, if I have stock that I could sell on the market, I could say that's actually that's pretty liquid. Um, yeah, yeah. Assuming obviously. the markets are functioning, right? You would also argue that like, I could argue maybe that like if I was a bar liquid assets might be alcohol. I've got Um, if you're an auto dealer, like so inventory can sometimes it's not liquid because it's not liquid cash is liquid and that's
0: the only liquid thing there is. So there's
1: near liquid. It's like savings, well, other tradable I mean, securities for which there's a market and a good and a normal market.
0: Well, I mean, this um, beer that I'm drinking is pretty liquid.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, we could argue that like <laughs> okay, near liquid might be argued that like alcohol in a bar or like inventory that you have high turnover of. You could say like this is pretty near liquid. I move through blank amount of it a day. Um, if you're like an auto dealer or a um, a diamond wholesaler, you might sit there and say like, well, my inventory, and it's like, nah, no, uh, no, no. it's not liquid at all. Yeah. That's a that's an if and when purchase, not yeah. a. You know, you're not a Starbucks moving. You know, five thousand. It's, not a, Friday, a it's day.
0: not a Friday night, and you're sitting with seven Captain Morgans on the shelf, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, th- this is this might not last the the entire night, right? It's not like that. Yeah. But long way of us saying, uh, you are the more gracious host. This is yeah. I, this is the last time, though. But, all right, because you know the the wager was for the month of August, so. Being that it's, it's Labor Day, not August
1: anymore. I right know. Bar-
0: being that it's Labor Day and that I will be asleep the entire month of September, wake me up when it ends. Um ah. Like yes, just you know. Oh, and guess what? Next week's your birthday, so maybe you can be more gracious <laughs> next week. I don't know. Whatever. I don't
1: know. I think maybe maybe I'll be less gracious. On my
0: okay, fine. Okay, fine. Okay, you know what? That's actually really fitting. All right. So I just dropped my bottle. Exactly. Can. Yeah. Go where you're uh, comfortable. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Um, so you get to be less. You get to be back into your true form, but. uh, Yeah, so glad you all can join us. Uh, Hopefully you have a stiff one in front of you, unless, of course, you're about to drive somewhere. In that case, wait till you get to where you're going. But uh, with that, uh, we should also say, we're going to talk a lot of economic stuff. Nothing we say can be interpreted or should be interpreted as financial advice. James and I are both drinking right now. And I'm three deep, four deep. I'm four deep. Okay, Okay, I guess I'm on number four right now so whatever I am, I am in the i am in the process of number three. Oh, so hey, catch up man what the heck dude but, Well, two uh, before the
1: mic's hot and okay I was in yeah. the shower
0: before so you shower beer you know, get home beer shower beer okay okay fair 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 okay so i'm working on number four right now but uh yes like i said this shouldn't be interpreted as financial advice absolutely not everything we say here is just our opinions and our opinions alone they do not reflect the thoughts and views of our employers uh of our fellow employees of whomever that we work with or come in contact with yep. this is of just our like... various
1: employers exactly These are our opinions exactly uh, any information we're using to determine our opinions is publicly available yep. uh so if you are curious about what that is it's not we're not using any kind of embargoed information so if you're wanting to know exactly. where we get our information or how we get our information reach out to us on any of our social media so x while supplies last uh <laughs> facebook instagram threads And on all of those, you will find the invitation to our Discord. Now, to get there, all you can do is go at Drunkonomical, D-R-U-N-K-E-N-O-M-I-C-A-L. And Mm -hmm. from there, you can find your way. You can either ask us there, you can find your way home, follow us, join us in the Discord, have a great conversation. Absolutely. And we'll we'll get back to you as soon as we can.
0: And speaking of which, K Nello, uh, thanks for sharing that that that, uh, glass of wine. You know, I don't want to jump ahead of anything, but just to pour one out real quick, I did see what you posted into the uh into the notes chat and
1: uh <laughs> can we pour one out to that real quick i think we should I it's think... in keeping with what the french are doing so yes. uh yeah if we're gonna pour one out it's really easy um so france has a has a, apparently got an excess supply of wine okay Noah, i hope you're listening and yeah. so they are um they are destroying a huge amount of wine i think it's it's sad it's 80, they have 80 million gallons of excess wine this year yeah that... So they're destroying it.
0: They are... Um, that's... I mean, that's like, you know, like a two weeks of personal supply for me of wine. I don't know about you. But... I do my
1: best. I don't know. <laughs> make it last quite that long.
0: <laughs> no,
1: um, but yeah, they are uh, apparently... Uh, the way they're going to destroy it is they're going to continue to break it down. So they're going to distill it again. So they're going to turn it from wine into other things. And then it's going oh. to become... in some cases, they'll use it to make vinegar. In other cases, I have to imagine they'll be using it to make some sort of disinfectants.
0: Um, Maybe they can make vermouth out of it or something. I don't know. Is that something they can do? uh,
1: It's possible. Um, But right now, it looks like they are uh, distilling the wine into pure alcohol, and they're going to use that alcohol for cleaning supplies and perfume.
0: Um, (sighs) Yeah, well, you know, my favorite kind of alcohol is alcohol for consumption. Absolutely. It is the... That is is really sad. But uh, anyways, that's our pour one out, Canelo. I just I thought of that as soon as I pulled up the Phil and kill channel, and I mm-hmm. was like, I saw your glass of wine, and I was like, by the way, yeah, congrats uh, with the uh, completion of your summer courses, dude. Definitely a good reason to drink wine. I'm sorry to bring this up. I'm hopefully I'm not dampening your mood. But uh, speaking of mood dampeners,
1: I mean, yeah, if we're gonna
0: let's, have uh, a, damp-
1: a dampening of the moods, guys, um, let's raise a glass. Always remember. Uh, Whenever, whenever we're talking about drinking, so you hear us make our references, our analogies, and we use we have the the drinking rules for keeping up. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember very simply: always wait till you get where you're going. Don't drink and drive. For sure, yeah. it's, that's not it's not economical for anybody except the lawyers. How <laughs> oh, can I say? <laughs> so you know, just you know, be <laughs> economical about it. But yeah, so I'd like to raise a glass, uh, and I hope everyone will join me uh, to Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, um, God, not forgotten, and then literally, yeah, no. such. Thank uh, you for
0: all the good music, the memories. Thank you for extra the awesome times, beer. The music. Exactly. I still have the Land lighter that I, you know, I pretty much light ninety percent of the cigars that I smoke with that lighter. So yeah, I love that. Uh, I love that
1: lighter. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get it repaired. Constant. I'm never gonna let it
0: go. It's, it's fine, never going away. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I was. I, I spent the weekend very, very upset about this. Obviously, since I found out, and mm-hmm. um, I guess he wasn't inherently wrong when he said, "Come Monday, it'll be all right."
0: Yeah, like it's, it's, come under head of God. That's um, so freaking. That I that. It's hit. not
1: like it's not like I'm not feeling good about it. But like you know what the happiness. You know what? It, yeah. yeah it, I don't know. It's it's
0: it's a big loss. I mean, because he was one of the first real drunchemical people out there. One hundred percent. Oh, I mean, like first of all, I'm what a legend. I mean, the, what what he's done musically, hmm. like uh, yeah, he's one of the best stand-in or um, if not stand-in actors, uh, the best
1: cameos in a Jurassic Park movie. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, his um so. Everyone thinks like, oh, what did Jimmy? It's like, what did Jimmy Buffett do? And like, let's just look at it from an economic perspective. Like he built a billion dollar empire. Oh, yeah, $1 billion a billion dollar he's empire. A bu- he's huge. a billionaire. Like, yeah. And so what is that? Uh, he had a, he has a, he has hotels. Yep. So he has Margaritaville. He has the Margaritaville restaurants, which yep. started with the Margaritaville Cafe in like 1985. One little cafe in Key West. Oh, yeah. the Margaritaville restaurants and the Margaritaville resorts, a hotel in Pensacola, hotels in Vegas, casinos in Vegas, a casino in Vegas, a casino in Mississippi retirement yeah. community jimmy buffett retirement communities he, start, um, he started he wrote his wrote a own record book. company
0: too yeah he wrote a
1: children's book with his daughter which is one of the i, I had that as a kid like i my, my dad got me that children's book so i like, get somewhere at my dad's house yeah it's great uh no i yeah and that's to say nothing of like the music the touring oh yeah the t-shirts the clothing brand the just the beer the tequila yeah <laughs> um what well, the margarita mix uh, the oh, cocktail yeah. mix is all of it like the man the man built an empire on chilling out, having a good time and relaxing like like having good music and and fun there's I nothing really i can think of more drunkenomical than that
0: yeah i know and just like his music is just like how do you not listen to his music and just feel relaxed and comfortable so yeah. you know this is a very tough loss man um yeah. and i know for you uh, he's like one of your top 5 favorite like I know you liked him a oh, lot more than yeah, I do. Definitely,
1: yeah. um, I'd say that Jimmy Buffett was my spirit animal.
0: Yeah, see, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah, so, yeah, so. It's, it's
1: it's been it's been it's been a hard weekend, but
0: yeah, you know, so
1: so that's that's I'll have that we'll raise that glass to him. We'll have that yeah that, that sip that drink to
0: my guy to JB,
1: yeah. and then we'll yeah. learn everything from what he tried to teach us, and we'll we'll we'll, just we'll keep try on to build yeah going. we'll try to
0: build this empire too. But uh, on that sour note, um, well, let's try to shift gears. To uh kind of like the week, the reaction week to uh to Jackson Hole. You know, I mean, we talked about Jackson Hole a little bit last week, but like as the week went on, we got to see what a lot of the talking heads, a lot of the uh money managers, asset managers out there were, were saying, and kind of like the way they were piecing together uh the conclusion of Jackson Hole, and it it was I would say pretty similar to what we said was, you know, they're still very committed to that two percent inflation rate. There was no sign of we have successfully tamed inflation, like no rhetoric towards that message at all of we successfully tamed inflation and you know and we could potentially be cutting rates soon. Like none of that. Yeah. It was very yeah. It was very much like we're still committed to that two percent rate. And you know, obviously the Fed didn't say this, but a lot of the you know, the research analysts, the strategists or whatever that were talking about what they heard from um from Jackson Hole, they were saying, hey, we think that like this recession is still very much in the cards. Like we still think inflation is going to be very sticky. Like we might even see some higher inflation prints. Some yeah. North, you know, some north of four percent CPI prints in the months ahead. Uh, and I think. And you know, it's football season. Yeah.
1: Boy, are there good reasons to see that to, to expect that? Like, mm-hmm. you know, let's look at it this way: like we had summer travel, but like this is football travel. This is and not. We had, yeah, we've it, had. Um, Summer drinking, but this is football drinking. This is
0: football drinking. This is like more culty We've had, than- we had summer yeah.
1: grilling. This is football grilling. Like, so like the 4th of July happens once a year. Uh, tailgating happens every Saturday for 12 weeks. Like, th- th- there's no- I, More like than school. more than 12 I mean, weeks. I mean, it's- you know, Tyson's closing yeah. chicken plants. Yeah. I have a sneaky suspicion that between that and the continued consumption of meat products- We might see some spikes.
0: Yeah. Uh, And when was the last time, like, if you knew, James, if you knew you're going to host the tailgate for the next eight home games at Nebraska, right, which there's about eight, you know, 68 home games a year at UNL, right? So if you knew you were hosting the tailgate at, uh, you know, this great spot right by North Stadium or whatever, and you knew that you had to grow all these hot dogs, do you buy all your hot dogs at the beginning of summer and then freeze them and then thaw them out like on, on the Wednesday before? Or do you buy if them I had the week of? storage up? space, but I'm probably buying the week of. Exactly, and I feel like probably, most people are most people are like that. I don't. I, I would very like. Yeah. I believe that everybody the week of they buy their meat and then they and mm-hmm. they end up grilling it. So I think we're gonna start seeing these periodic weeks of you see that demand pull. Uh, yeah, uh, that demand pull. And to your point, like I I think football season demand is unlike anything else. I mean, it is.
1: and here's and here's if we're really gonna look at what's gonna affect beer price, let's look, let's look at the very simple thing that's going to affect beer prices this september and august yeah it's not just it's it's not just football season guess what starts friday
0: um uh, what
1: starts the rugby world cup 2023 oh, that's right I absolutely did i not right know Aaron. that <laughs> thank you for noticing
0: <laughs> no. oh, i'm excited man. okay for sure <laughs> i'm excited
1: i, I it's, it's being played in france so the games are going to be like played in like the mid afternoon in the US, which kinda sucks. On the plus side I could listen to it on the radio at work and then go watch the game after.
0: You start day drinking too. Kinda yeah. sucks.
1: I wish it was a game that would be played like well, let's be fair. Like in the U I got I think US is, is up for a World Cup and it's gonna be okay. Mm. That'll be fun to like see that in the evenings like live. But but no. yeah, no. Beer drinkers are gonna people are gonna be drinking beer everywhere, which means that that's gonna drive consumption yeah. globally. It's gonna a top of football season, look, you get a bunch of things. So mm-hmm. demand pull on beer. You got demand pull on grilled uh, on, on meat products for grilling. Yeah. You have got demand pull on
0: transportation, on travel. Mm-hmm. Demand pull on uh, hotels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the thing, too. Like, I've watched, and sorry to cut you off, but, like, I've watched a lot of, you know, CNBC just today just to catch up on everything. And our boy Mo, Muhammad El-Aryan or whatever, you know, um, like, our boy that we raised a glass to a couple months ago. This dude was sit, was sitting there saying like, okay, the way I'm interpreting Jackson Hole is if I were to be, if I was a strategist at like a big asset managing company, whatever bank, like if I was an asset manager there, I would interpret that as like, they're committed to a 2% target inflation, but not close. We might see some prints higher, right? Like the way that they were approaching the whole inflation, whether we tamed it or not, was still very much, we have so much work that we still need to do. Yeah. So- the way he interpreted it was like, I still think a recession is in the cards. Um, I oh, s- yeah. I think it might be delayed. But at the same time, like, there's a delayed effect. There's there's like this, what do you call it? Like, this lag effect? Is that what you call it? Lag time effect? lag.
1: There's a time lag. Yeah. With, um, moneta- with monetary with policy. policy.
0: Yeah. But like monetary policy. And he was saying uh, him and, uh, okay, I'm going to be confusing his quote with with uh, Eddie Denny or Jeremy Siegel's quotes. Um, who are both, you know, Ed Yardini is a research, um, you know, the Yardini research guy, and then Jeremy Siegel is the professor at Warren, but like one of them, I forget who, because I watched them all today, but one of those three guys said that the way that the economy is behaving is like, it, it, it's in terms of monetary uh, velocity, it's pulsating like like interest rates are at about 3%, and that's because of the lag effect, right? And obviously the Fed funds raise like five, five and a quarter or something like that right now. Yeah. So- as that starts to catch up, and of course, you know, we have credit card debt coming up. Everybody knows that the U.S., Oof. this is another uh, CNBC person that's talking but like, everybody knows that the U.S. likes to spend. So, you know, that's, that's cause for a concerning... Yeah, news headline, with uh, credit right. card
1: debt at an all time high, with student loan payments returning. Yeah, abatement. with with football at, season,
0: with with the fact that This new high interest rates. Yeah, yeah, with the fact that pe- people are going to be willing to. Like, I really think this is like genuinely think this is this is the truth. People are going to be willing to spend a ton of money this fall because they don't want to miss out. Right? You can miss out. There's a quote like, "You can always retake the test, you can't retake the party." And I think that's kind of how people are yeah. going to view this fall and this football season. It's, is like it's, you can. You can make your money it's back. It's a way to look at things. It's I not, know. It's not necessarily the best,
1: it's but not. it is true.
0: It, it is true. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's like, it's, the can, real. The real question is the opportunity cost there.
1: What's the opportunity cost? Right.
0: And. But I think a lot of people are, are going to look at this football season like, okay, I can't miss out on this season. If, you're, if your team is making a run, right? Like if you're, if you're mm-hmm. a Bills fan and they're 8-1 and one after you know, week nine, it's like, all right, well, I can make my money back, but mm-hmm. I, can't, like, I can't miss out on this season. You know, I can't miss out on this Bills Mafia season. What's a sick day, right? Like, I could, I could take a day. Yeah, exactly. So I think that that approach is very prevalent, and I think it's more prevalent now than ever in terms of like the way U.S. consumer, like, in terms of why there's so much resiliency in the U.S. consumer market. Well, the
1: the U.S. consumer never really liked to save in the first place, for sure. We we know that absolutely, absolutely. And then COVID, which killed a lot of people. Yeah, but so if there was ever a if there was ever going to be like a devil may care, like you can't take it with you attitude. Boy, <laughs> did that happen in the worst possible way to people who already didn't like to save. Like it, it, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, credit card debts at an, all time, at an all time record level. Yeah, And that's I, I think that's very much a what are you going to do? I'm dead.
0: Yeah, like, it's not my problem anymore. And it's like, yeah, like, like devil may care, like you can't take it with you. That, that, so I think between all those things, maybe we do have a recession. In 2024, at least that's what these, our boy Mo was saying that for sure. Like, you know, we're we're probably gonna have a recession in 2024. We don't know how mild it will be. He's like, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything about that yet, but just the way Things are going if rates stay at this level, even if they just stay here at this level, and as the economy starts catching up and starts acting like rates are actually like rates at, are here. Yeah, or actually, yeah. you know, because right now they're they're not acting like that, right? And you know, like a lot of real estate experts oh, I, are saying that we can see mortgage 30-year mortgages go above eight percent. Yeah. So oh, I was I was know. looking
1: at at mortgage rates for obvious reasons just the other day, and I did yeah. the math on so there's a house very close to where we currently are. And yeah. I looked at it and I was like, house is gorgeous. Great yard. A of natural light. Great spacing. What they're asking is actually extremely reasonable. Yeah. They wanted 215 for a 3-2 in in Woods Park, Lincoln. Good backyard, wood floors. I mean That's not bad at all, yeah. Under underpriced. But I did the math on it really fast and I was just like, I can't I wasn't saying I can't afford to buy this house because I can, I could, yeah. In theory. But I looked at the interest difference and I went, boy. If I bought this house in twenty twenty one and I borrowed two hundred thousand dollars to do it, I'd be paying a hundred and sixty thousand or not even a hundred and sixty, a hundred and thirty thousand in interest. Looked at yeah. interest for a thirty year fixed today and I was like, Wow, three hundred thousand in three hundred and ten thousand in interest or something. I was like, yeah. This is that's obscene.
0: No, exactly. And to your point and to the point of this guy that I saw on cNBC this this commercial was or this real estate expert quote unquote, bunny earring right now. but like this real estate expert saying thirty year rates could go of eight percent. like i don't I don't think he's wrong, man. I oh, wish he, like I'm hoping he is, but I don't think he too. will be They're I don't, sitting at seven four. I've seen
1: them I saw they hit as high as seven point four eight
0: yeah. Well, and the reality of the economic situation is like, if you want a job, you can get a job right now. Like there's Absolutely. the labor market is so strong and everybody is looking for more hands on deck. Everybody everywhere is looking for more hands on deck, uh, especially like in the service, like in the service sector, the service sector, service industry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like you have a pulse, like you can get a job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you're
1: not far off. It's it's.
0: Yeah. So it's it's just stuff like that. Right. Like. There there's there's so much resiliency there in, in those aspects. And I think the Fed just is looking at that, kinda of going like, Okay, I guess that means we still well, have we more saw, room to work. And, and We <laughs> saw we saw jobs numbers
1: and they were underwhelming. They they were they were less strong than
0: analysts expected. Yeah, but they weren't like weak, you know. Like but, you, but you'd they still were look still at them
1: huge and, numbers. It's like it wasn't like they said, Oh, it's gonna be fifteen thousand and we got like five thousand. It was oh yeah, it'll be like a hundred I was like hundred and fifty thousand, it was hundred and forty seven. It's like at this point, I go. Yeah, that, I call like, that a rounding error. Yeah.
0: Um, so essentially, like you, you look at the jobs report, and you're like, okay, it's still. Wait. So what is it like? What did the weekly one? Say last week, U.S. job growth slowed to sharply 177,000 jobs added last in, in August. 187. Right? So, like, I'm
1: seeing 187,000 jobs in August. Unemployment rose to 3.8 percent. Unemployment I mean,
0: rose. Am I looking at private payrolls? Uh, I'm ADP says okay private employees added 177,000 jobs in August well below I'm the just, revised I'm total uh, I am looking at uh, York Times, I'm just seeing employers added
1: 187 in August unemployment up to 3.8% That is pretty funny um, someone's
0: wrong then um well but whatever it's 10,
1: it's, it's, it's it's off by 10,000 is it a material amount probably given the given the 187,000 Yeah I mean but, whoever published um,
0: it I mean could have fat fingered the 8 and the 7 so as they are right
1: next to each other yeah. um, but uh no to me like but to me, this is this is what I see. Okay, underwhelming jobs numbers, over one hundred and seventy five thousand new ones in a month. Unemployment up. That's the that's the, actually the part that I find more interesting yeah. than than the oh did we hit or miss on the jobs numbers? Because that's
0: oh okay I see that know? okay I, okay never mind I'm looking at a different article then um, oh okay yeah non non farm payrolls increased by one eighty seven yeah um, that's that's what right. I always look at okay yeah yeah, um, yeah. you're right then yeah my bad uh, so. But... I was looking at a different uh, article. I, I, I was looking at ADP, uh, like JOLTS. Yeah, maybe, might be JOLTS. It Might be the JOLTS report. But yeah, non-farm payables and JOLTS are yes,
1: too, are, 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 uh, are slightly uh, different. As we, as ten thousand, yeah. slightly different. Uh,
0: yeah. But
1: for me, the big one is is actually that unemployment going up, and that tells me people are re-entering the workforce or people are rotating into into better opportunities yeah and that's what, that's how I read that I read that as people are still seeking out better options and people are coming back who have perhaps written previously discouraged workers
0: yeah well I understand that these numbers aren't bad but like these numbers are far from negative you know yeah. so like like quite drastically far from negative I'm not saying that like they should be negative right now but i, I all I'm saying is like I think the Fed might be looking at that going like you know in, in a much nicer way obviously they might be looking at that and Thinking, you know what? We still have some room to work, right? We can maneuver this oh, little yeah. more. We can either cool. hold that five and a quarter. Yeah. You know, let's see what happens. There's, there's um, always go back to billions, right?
1: Remember the yeah. in the short squeeze episode because Axe goes to see Metallica? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Everything comes full circle, guys. Metallica. But Axe goes to see Metallica. On, and, to see Metallica. And, uh, yeah. and Chuck Rhodes Jr. and Chuck Rhodes Sr. have a problem because turns out Chuck Rhodes Sr. has been doing something a little illegal. Yep. In his in his short squeeze attempt, and um, Axer sits there, or uh, his son gets to him and just goes, "Don't call anyone, don't do anything until I talk to you." And, and then he goes over and he goes, "He goes, there's been an investigation opened about this. If you sell for profit, they're going to come get you because they know that you're doing something illegal."
0: Oh yeah, they know you. Oh are. yeah, and he makes his dad sell for a loss. Yeah, and he makes his
1: dad hold it until he, and his
0: dad sits there and he just goes, "All right, goes, I've broken even now. Come on, can I sell it?" And he goes, "Yeah, no.
1: it's." No, I think you need a little more medicine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's right.
1: Exactly. (laughs) And that's, and that I think kind of is where we're sitting with the Fed. I think, I think, I think uh, Jay Powell and the Fed are sitting there going like, we can clearly do more medicine. Like there's there's very clearly like, we're not seeing the slowdowns that we, let's put it this way. They thought it was easy. They thought it was going to be easy to create inflation. Right. Yeah. Remember back in 2020, they thought, Which oh, they did, creating did, inflation's is easy. They did plenty
0: of that, yeah. And they couldn't. Eventually they did, And then, they, and then it did. But, it, but it's all, but it's all like, I mean, it's the whole lag effect thing, right? It's like, okay, stimulus, yeah. oh, gosh, um, well, this is going to be bad later on uh but then you know like they, they they gave out all the stimulus and then all of a sudden inflation came way later it came like a year later it, like it's like yeah. you give st- even stimulus checks like you get like you've got stimulus checks inflation ain't gonna kick in right away it's gonna kick in a year later yeah you know? it kicks in it kicks in, in in eight nine months when it's really hit the system yeah kind of like when the fed raises rates it's like okay well it doesn't affect the loan's that are currently out there that I mean obviously from like in terms of like servicing the loan it doesn't affect you know you still you still make your monthly payments right obviously the bond price will change but like in terms of servicing the loan doesn't really affect anything aside from maybe the dollar due to inflation that you pay back is a little bit weaker that's the only thing right
1: yeah it It, it affects the banks immediately like they they react they go hey let's we can do that overnight we we know how how this works but like yeah you me John Q. Public, absolutely not. No, not, John, yeah. not that quickly, right? Like, but even, so then, like, here, like well, but even
0: then, like the assets, the, the assets that the, that the banks are sitting on, like, like technically, uh, unless you actually value the, the loans, like, technically, yeah, it affects the banks big time. But the but you know, but like the, the coupon payments aren't aren't different, you know, like the coupon payments that yeah. you have to pay versus the coupon payments that you receive, those are all yeah, going to be the I, same. I, I
1: promised you, I promised you three point two percent of the
0: face value of this of the secu- of this bond yeah like raising non- rates aren't gonna raising rates aren't gonna hurt that you know but it, like, no. it'll hurt if you like want to sell that bond yeah absolutely it's gonna like yeah have fun versus um, versus but, holding it yeah and maybe it'll hurt in the sense of like okay the, the chances of default might be a little bit higher because you know re- refinancing is a little bit more expensive so it could hurt in that sense too but uh what were you getting so but we but, know but that's a, but that's a but that's a fi- that's a fixed rate coupon bond but we do know that yeah.
1: there are there are bonds out there that that are reflecting, more reflective of, true. of the decisions actually, made by the Fed, of overnight changes, of um, that is true uh, just in general true, uh, change.
0: And so- That is true. There dude, are, I, I, there are uh, such things called floating rate bonds. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah.
1: I, well, yeah, I was trying to, because like, we haven't yeah. seen those haven't been performing quite the way people have been expecting. Well, um, the nice thing
0: about floating rate bonds is like, usually the price fluctuation isn't too crazy, right? So in terms of, if you don't like bond volatility, um in terms of like bond pricing volatility well there is also you know you can absorb the volatility in a different way in the sense that like you can get yield volatility yeah with the, with the floating or, i mean yield volatility comes from you know the fluctuation of price too but whatever like you get coupon volatility in that sense um in case you guys are wondering what a floating rate bond is and i'm sure yeah, most of you already know a floating rate bond is essentially i loan james money. And I agreed to pay him, you know, 50 basis points plus whatever this this going rate is. James might take that bond because James might take that because he's like, all right, well, I want to make sure that every time I receive a coupon payment, that I'm not getting shafted because I could be t- I could be taking a new loan or I could be lending a you know I, I could be creating another lending facility to someone else with different yeah. interest rates, but with the floating rate, it's like, all right, well. Now these coupon payments that I receive, now the cash flow that I have is still interesting enough to me, where I don't feel as bad if I miss out on taking on new loans or creating yeah. new opportunities, yeah, stuff like that. My right? my, so, ri-
1: my risk in buying this bond, my my risk for loss on the coupon or, or losing buying power is mitigated by the fact that it isn't frozen; it's not stacked.
0: Yeah, exactly. So you know, um, you know, in j- July, James could get. 90 bucks for a coupon payment per bond and then in december he could get 120 bucks but it's all based on a spread right so every single floating rate bond has you know it's a it's it's based off of something and i I like that you bring this up because i really want to talk about tips which are treasury inflation protected securities i thought it was Um, a good transition it was it was it was great It it was awesome and i appreciate you doing that uh but yeah i mean but there are bonds that are that are based off of Whatever the Fed funds rate is, right? So whatever the Fed's fund rate, the Fed's fund rate is plus a spread of one basis, one hundred basis points, or you know, yeah, yeah. So one percent, like that's your coupon payment annualized. So if the Fed funds rate is at, you know, it's a one thousand dollar bond, the Fed funds rate is at five percent, you're supposed to get six percent annualized, and it's a semi annual coupon bond. Then in that case, you just get what three hundred bucks for July, right? Five plus one spread, six, six percent annualized divided by two, so six hundred bucks divided by two, three sixty. So oh, whatever, I'm getting too good. Like you know, yeah. We zoomed a little, so, zoomed in a little. Wow. Yeah,
1: no, yeah. It, that's, but that's that's really cool. Like because you can because the, the rate that historically has been used was Libor, which yes, we abhor, and <laughs> is no more. And I regret yeah. nothing,
0: <laughs> especially about that little awful no. rhyme. Well, we talked um, about LIBOR, remember, like at the beginning of the year? Because th- this, this was the year, this was the year we said, we said RIP to LIBOR. Jan, wasn't it Jan 1? It was Jan 1, right? And it was in that, it was in that we first like, few, um was that it, first was past period of year? It was yeah. past last year and then, like, LIBOR and it, and it died. Uh, and, right. There there's still, there still some,
1: some very much older loans that will use a LIBOR still, rate. Yeah. Um, Which, because that's yeah. how they're written. And so LIBOR yep. will continue to be, will continue to exist. It won't be updated, but it'll, it exists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the US the SEC and the Fed and the Treasury decided they, they kind of got together and they said hey American financial and insurance institutions LIBOR's gone it's dead what do you want what do you want to use as the new metric they use and we'll SOFR. tell you yes or no and um they all kind of almost unanimously said they wanted SOFR right so that's the um the uh, overnight
0: fed rate it's right? it's, it's essentially yeah, it's, I, I think so i think that's what it is it's like it's the secure yeah, the secured overnight, overnight fed rate yeah so the Overnight Fed Funds rate, yeah. Uh, yeah, and they which said, they said well, like to tie to that. Yeah. Speaking of which, like, you know, remember earlier when I was talking about, uh, you know, the front end of the treasury being 5%, like, a lot of that, like, the money market funds, right, if you buy a money market mutual fund, I think a lot of that is based off of SOFR. Absolutely. Because so,
1: remember, they all agreed, like, SOFR, that's sweet.
0: Yeah. We like that's, that. That's why a lot of money market funds are paying, like, freaking 5% yield right now. I mean... I'm not, yeah. not investment, not investment advice. Right. But just, you, you know, if you look at the yield, the average analyzed yield, it is about 5% for a lot of money market mutual funds right now. But anyways, well, so, when there's um,
1: they're bellwethers, they, they know what, yeah. they know which way the wind's blowing. And so they yeah. have to do what They have yeah. to, do to make it work. Well, it's um,
0: also, I, I think if you think about like, why, you know, just a side plug here, but like why mm-hmm. savings accounts are depleted, a lot of that has to do with this. This is a huge competitor for savings accounts, this, oh, yeah. uh, this, this money market account. But anyways, well, because the savings uh, account
1: isn't, remember, the savings account isn't, a lot of banks aren't making a competitive interest offer compared yeah. to what kind of a return to, you to what, can to see to from, yeah. from several other extremely low risk options. And so, yeah, yeah it's, it's certainly, it, it, it is and has certainly affected the way banks are capitalized. Yeah. In a not insignificant way. Yeah. Let's put it that
0: way. But anyway, so like back to the floating rate bonds, right? So floating rate bonds, the coupon is always, the coupon for floating rate bonds, are, it's always based off of a benchmark plus a spread. So the benchmark could be SOFR. The benchmark could be CPI. That's why, that's how we get tips. That's how we get treasury inflation, protected securities is floating rate based off of whatever the CPI index is. But there's always some index rate. Um, and it could be, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like the craziest thing. It could be, I can't even think of it. Uh, because the fixed income asset class is absolutely insane. Like oh, there's yeah. so many different types of securities out there. No. You know, uh, fixed yeah, it. yeah. It gets
1: wild. It gets yeah. wild in there. That's why yeah, we're, uh, what, what I'll say is this, yeah. I will quote a professor of mine <laughs> when I, when I took, but nice. I'm new him. I won't, I won't say his name cause you know, whatever, if you know, you know, yeah. and one of the, we were, we were talking about yeah. um, bonds and other commercial script uh, in that portion of the class, because it's, the right-hand side of the balance sheet, liabilities and equity. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And one of the comments he made is he's like, yeah, one of the guys I went to college with, he's like, one of the guys that I went to undergrad with is a, uh, is a fixed income security guy. He's like, if you understand this, is, if you understand how this works and you're willing to play this game and you're willing to work to do this, he's like, you will make a huge amount of money. You'll make so you much will money. You'll become extremely yeah. wealthy. Yeah. And I was just, and we were just kind of sitting there and someone was like, what do you mean? Why, why this? He's like, he's like, most people don't understand it. Yeah. So you can calculate Mons it. Are- but like, to actually understand how it works he's like i'm teaching this yes. i understand why it works i don't understand how No, nobody like understands it how it
0: works nobody and if you yeah. do congratulations and if you do um, you've, yeah. you're
1: extremely wealthy and you're
0: doing great yeah have a good time yeah don't forget about me um but yeah i mean it's, it's like we're going to talk about floating rate bonds here and we're not even like you know we're not even really going to be scratching the surface of, of floating rate bonds but yeah like there's so many things that it could that the index rate can go off of right and then you know oh yeah all, we could and then, i mean uh, the great thing is the way you write a bond
1: you could write it any way you want you could like yes, be like oh you yeah literally write it as the, long as
0: both parties agree the coupon
1: yeah. payment will be the percent will be we will use as a percentage the we will take the dollar and cents price of a 16 ounce slurpee from the St. Louis Seven Eleven at blank and blank, we'll yeah. take whatever that dollar amount is. We'll make that the percentage coupon rate plus three percent. That's you can Dude, do. That. However,
0: however, it can be engineered. It, it like and literally, there's there's like when I was studying for the CFA, like the professor that was doing the CFA was like, there's literally nothing new under the sun for bonds. There are so many different types. Like, there are, like, bonds that paid in computers. There's bonds that paid in, you know, in in gold or whatever, you know, and paid in portions of bonds, paid in portions of equity. Yeah, pay pay, pay, it. Payment and kind bonds. Yeah. So, but anyways, yeah. yeah, Like, with but in the realm of floating rate bonds, uh, you know, and, like, that's essentially, like, people break bonds into the two main categories, fixed rate, floating rate that's kind of how most swaps, most bond swaps or uh, or uh, fixed income derivatives, that's most usually how they work is the fixed rate versus the floating rate. But yeah, so there's inflation protected securities, which is essentially a bond that pays you a coupon based off of what the CPI. So if CPI comes in at 10%, you know, this treasury inflation protected security will pay you, you know, 10% plus a spread in that annualized coupon. Uh, yeah, which would be you know whatever it is, right? So uh, you know, be 5500 or if it's a one thousand dollar well, par value. Because my
1: understanding with tips are is, is the, easy, kind of, the easiest way to describe it. At least it's the way I understand it is that um, you won't make any money. You won't lose money. Even then, it's not. A good, you well, like, you it, won't lose buying
0: power. Well, even that's then, that's the guarantee. I, I, I wouldn't even say that much too because it's like it's supposed to give you more cash flow. The idea of tips is that it's supposed to give you more cash flow when CPI is high. That's it. Like it's not even like, which doesn't mean it's gonna make you more money or lose you more money. Like it's well, it's just, you know, it's just supposed
1: to prevent you losing money. It's like yeah, it's tec- to prevent prevent the yeah, tec- loss of buying power.
0: Yeah, technically, and and that's that's a good way to look at it too. But like some like you know this last inflationary cycle, you know, which I still think we're still in the middle of, and it's I think certainly, it's we're, certainly I, not over. We're, I think we're a long way from two percent, and I think the last two percent because you know the last year at three at three uh you know at three nine. I think the last two percent it's going to be a lot more tougher to come by than the first 2% when we got <laughs> from, from like 9 to 7 or whatever. Yeah, uh, a lot of diminishing
1: returns, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly, dude. So all I'm saying is, you know, so with 3.9% CPI, your coupon payment, you know, let's just say the spread above CPI is 1%, your coupon payment for this next coupon, this payment cycle, which I don't know if it's a monthly tip or, a, you know, whatever. The, the next coupon payment is like, you know, 3.9 plus the spread, let's say it's one percent, so 4.9 percent, uh, times a thousand divided by 12. That's your coupon payment, right? Which is still like, if you think about it, like inf- you've already got beaten up by inflation for a whole year, longer than a year, and now you're getting a coupon payment of you know just five percent annualized, right? So it's like, all right, it's at the end of the day, it's still like. I, I don't know if that's actually protecting you maybe it is um last year obviously like tips they they did well for a while uh but as inflation started to go down people started to see or not inflation started to go down but like cpi prints as that started to go down things were still more expensive inflation was still up month over month but like you know but your coupon payments were going down lost their luster oh for sure and everybody was going like dude like dude people were going nuts like it's just going like, why are these tips not paying more coupons? Like the inflation is still high, and it's like, dude, like the way this thing works is, yeah, why did you get a better, a bigger coupon payment last month? Well, because CPI print the month before was at nine percent. Now CPI is at seven percent. So. That's why you keep on lower,
1: you know? It's yeah, it's exactly that. You're it's it's a yeah. it's a it, essentially it's a bull put spread or a um a bear put spread. It protects the down or yeah. you protect it on the downside. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So In that in that when it, a, you don't lose buying power to inflation, you lose buying power for other reasons,
0: but Yeah, exactly. You know, because things are still more expensive but your cash flow is diminishing. Like at, at the end of that, at the tail end of the tips, right? So like like yeah. a good time to buy into like Technically, if you knew how to time the market, a good time to buy into tips is if you knew CPI was gonna ramp up. If you just knew CPI is gonna ramp up, because if you yeah. buy it when CPI is high and and CPI prints are coming back down, like your your cash flows are gonna be diminished. But the nice thing yeah, they, they Yeah. Of course. But, the, but the nice thing about these floating rate bonds too is that like generally speaking the actual value of the bond doesn't fluctuate too much in price because no. of the floating rate. So you absorb that volatility. Floating rate. So it's it's yeah.
1: volatility in the coupon, not, <laughs> exactly. in the, not in the capital, not in the actual capital value. Exactly. So you can say like, look, yeah. that's what goes wild. This is pretty much a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, exactly. And yeah, like sometimes the waiver, right, obviously, you know, which will affect the yield. Some like, obviously, like, you know, not every floating rate bond is a thousand dollars to get into. You know, all the time. Like sometimes, no. sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. Obviously, if if people are projecting CPI to go down, tips are not going to be trading at a thousand bucks par. At least I don't think they. Like, who wants to buy tips? Who wants to buy Treasury Inflation Protection Security? As inflation, see, as inflation is coming back to
1: earth, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't. It's it's one of those things where you'd be like, well, I can get. I have. I think I have better options elsewhere. Unless you right. expect a future period of, ho- of of increasing inflation. And you're like, well, I'm buying in now yeah. because I foresee a problem.
0: Yeah. Essentially, if uh, you feel the need to be protected from inflation, uh, then you would buy a treasury inflation protected security. Hence the term tips. So, yeah. I just want to talk about that for a second. I don't know why, but I just this idea of inflation being over, you know, like it's not. Yeah, I know. Like the cycle not being over. And, uh, you know, I think the Fed still has a lot more work to do personally. And, you know, it certainly thinks it does. Yeah. Well, and we talked about this last week, too. We certainly think that no one's out of the woods. There's still Mm. I'm not I'm not going to say that we're going to hike more. But like I'm personally I'm not seeing a cut by hold, the end of the year for the sure. At the very
1: least, we're going to hold for the foreseeable future.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not seeing a cut by the end of the year for sure. So yeah, um, yeah, no, that, that's that's the thing. It's like I, it's
1: yeah, in, inflation curbed, fine. It's not solved. It's not halted. There's no there's no magic bullet for it. I don't think that the I don't think the economy as a whole, as as you were saying earlier, like the lag effect, they're still behaving as if three percent is the is the interest rate. It's yeah. five. Boy, is that going to affect? buying expanding oh yeah long-term long-term moneyed interests like loans well not, um, not even
0: that like i mean like obviously that we all know that that you know a five percent interest rate five like, percent if it costs that much of service debt like that's gonna obviously impact capex and all that kind of stuff but oh, yeah just from like a shorter term aspect too like refinancing like just stuff like that if you, well, you're you not gonna see it yeah So we're just going to see a lot of slowdown in that and and the services aspect and the actual like, you know, expansionary aspect of of taking on new projects, of really leaning into, you know, this new R&D idea that that you want to see come to fruition. Like if you're, you know, like a Google or something like that. Yeah, we're going to see a ton of slowdown there. And you necessarily will. The Fed right now,
1: you know, not to be repetitive, but yeah, the Fed probably won't raise rates. They yep. do not have a compelling reason to cut rates. No. And it's, it, it's kind of nice that they're saying there is no compelling reason to cut rates.
0: But they could, they could. They could come across one pretty soon, though. So I will say that. Like, they could come across a reason to cut rates. And I think it's just, it just depends on how mild this was. Because I still, like, I don't think we're out of the woods for the recession thing yet, too. Neither
1: do I. And, the, yeah. well, the real issue, as I see it, is if it's a real economic recession, economic, yeah. okay, maybe changing the money supply. Maybe 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 monetary policy can help that. If it's just yeah. a financial markets recession, oh stocks are down. It won't be. Well, you are right. It can't be the only it thing it can't be with credit card debt being what it is.
0: I think I actually think like the chances of us personally, and this this is a very amateurish opinion, but personally I think the chances of an economic recession but no stock market recession, I think that's actually kind of high. Um, not kind of high, but like I think that's more likely than, than the other way around. Than a, oh, 100%. Yeah, it's not even close. Oh, yeah. Like I, because government spending, I think eventually will, will boo the markets, the equity markets, the fixed income markets in some sense. And I don't think everybody's going to the, the, you know, hit the sell button in terms of their equity holdings. I don't necessarily think people are huge into equities right now, anyways. So, no, I th-
1: and, and I think you're right. But what, I'm, but what i but what I guess what I was trying to say, or what I was going to say, is that if it's just a financial market issue, if if they go with like, oh well, stocks are dropping, it's like, well, okay, nobody cares. Yeah, I don't actually care. Uh, that hurts. Yeah, it hurts people. It hurts it hurt, my, hurts retirement. my retirement account hurts. for sure. Yeah. Uh, but as a whole, it's like that. It hurts people that are that are freshly retired. People that are, you know, you know, it It hurts. It hurts people who are older and not still yeah. working. But the whole people, for are like, sure. when they're like, "Oh, well, this is so bad for the economy," and I'm like, "No, it's the economy is over here. Yeah, this is financial security. This is financial markets. They are an economy. Those are meant to be a a forecast, uh, a
0: barometer of or, that. Yeah, a barometer or forecast. Yeah, this
1: is fine. Those were if those are coming down, and this is still fine, it's because though it's because the financial markets were inflated.
0: Yeah, exactly. So." I think uh, you know. I think we could see that, and I think maybe it's just because the government spending. I think will eventually buoy the financial markets. I mean, there's so much government spending, but like, oh, yeah. I think that eventually buoy the, the the financial markets. The money will stay there. Um, oh, as, it always, if, as it always,
1: as it consistently has for uh, as yeah, it pretty consistently ex-
0: has exactly. And I think at the same time too, like because of all that, like. I, I think the, the, the equity markets are gonna see some nice support levels, you know, from a technical standpoint. Like that that's gonna be the basis of the support moving forward is this government spending. Now I'm not saying like w- w- if if we do see a sharp sell-off, I won't be surprised, but I think there there could be an economic recession and it just depends on how shallow and how long or how shallow and, and how long the, the quote unquote recession that we see, how long that lingers, you know. So I guess I guess we'll just have to see. Well, Absolutely. Every t- every week we just we say that. I guess we'll just have to see. Well,
1: that's that's uh, that's economics in a nutshell, right? The art of explaining yet, uh, tomorrow why the prediction you made yesterday didn't come true today.
0: Yeah. Having said exactly. that,
1: without regards to like uh, where inflation is, and other things. You know what always holds value? What sweet merchandise from your favorite podcast, or at least the one we're currently we're, that we're currently selling stuff for. Now, um, well, if you check us out <laughs> at druckenomics uh, it's not necessarily inflation protection, but it is inflation protection in that. Yes. You get some sweet Drunkonomics merch, everyone around is going to know
0: they know inflation and they seem very interested. Yes, exactly. And, you know, I, like like you said, man, like in terms of like, you know, the prediction for tomorrow, I like, could be wrong. Tomorrow you're going to be explaining why you were wrong yesterday or whatever. I don't think I'm going to be explaining why, I'm, why I was wrong because I think that uh, you all would look fantastic tomorrow in a uh, Drunkonomics tank top or polo. whatever absolutely i don't have to to
1: explain being incorrect about that yeah
0: exactly and those can all be found at drunkenomics at d-r-u-n-k-u-n-o-m-i-c-s dot m-y-s-p-r-e-a-d-s-h-o-b dot c-o-m and then from there uh you know seriously anything there is greatly appreciated but uh from there we also do have a tip jar not to be confused with a tips jar (laughs) yeah nice (laughs) i appreciate it treasury inflation uh protected securities yeah if you want to help us out uh, you know, leave a tip in the tip jar for this cocktail that we made you. That can be found at patreoncom dot c o m slash drunkenomics d r u n k e n o m i c s. Seriously, every, anything there is greatly appreciated. This will, uh, you know, kind of help the podcast pay for itself in terms of the editing process. It'll help us keep the lights on, the liquor cabinet stocked. What else is there?
1: Oh yeah, if you want to keep us, uh, if you want to keep us in fresh fruits, so we can ward off the scurvy and. Um ice uh, frozen look uh
0: i'm gonna
1: have to find a new a new cocktail that uses grapefruit uh, for
0: uh for jb's oh, sake yeah because and okay, yeah. you know and, yeah seriously um but yeah if you also want to leave us a review too that would be, uh, be helpful we, we want to know what we're doing well we want to know what, what we're doing poorly uh it also whoa. helps new people just, find us and um yeah that
1: makes us more fun Exactly. It makes it more fun.
0: Yeah. But with that, uh, my encouragement to you as we uh, round out the week is to continue to remember to always fill and kill. Don't brag, just say. Always be playing chess, not checkers. But most importantly, do that one thing. What's that called again? No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, just stay drunk, economical, guys. That's what it is. Cheers, my friend. Cheers.